0: You're listening to the one of us.net podcast network. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hey
1: everybody, welcome back to the Screener Squad. I don't know about you, but sometimes I have a bad day and I'll just go on a bender and grab whatever alcohol I can and go out to a rest stop in the middle of nowhere and just Just party hard, you know, really, really get into it because life sucks. And there's what's the point, right? Like, why, why, why have nice things? Why fall in love? Why, why do anything? Hi, my name is Chad. Are you suffering from relationship issues? Sorry. Today, I'm with Jordan, LeWayne and Ryan, and we watched the movie Glorious. We have our main character, uh, Wes, He's going through a breakup or he was broken up with, and he's just sad and depressed and just drinks his sorrows away. And he lights a bonfire in the fire pit outside of this, uh, you know, rest stop, gets super blackout drunk. And in the morning, he wakes up with no pants on and goes into the rest stop to, you know, puke. And uh, the stall next to him starts talking to him uh via a a uh, picture, I mean it's hard to explain it's what three headed woman with multiple arms and like like spikes out of her vagina Some but it's
0: sort it's a of glory of craftian monstrosity like, with a glory like, hole well, in the middle of yeah, it
2: yeah honestly i I just think okay, well, that's someone's deity I mean I'm not gonna judge, I don't give a shit about religion, but hey, if that's what you believe, yeah, yeah, what yeah. power to you
1: this uh glory hole starts talking to him. At first, it's really just kind of like you know getting to know you and you know kind of figuring out. And Wes, this entire time, is just trying to figure out like, well, a he can't get out because whoever is in this glory hole controls locks, and uh, yeah, Wes is stuck in there. And eventually, Gat is it got? It's got right. Got another one. Got another one is the name of the deity that's in this stall. And essentially it should be noted. It's pronounced
2: by holding your tongue out and pinching one. it. Yeah, Yeah, love it. Love yeah, it. yeah it. Look, We got to be respectful or else these crazy <laughs> fucking followers are going to get on our asses. And I got to deal with turfs and transphobes every day. So I don't want to. You don't need with the another. extra heat. No, I don't.
1: Yeah. So God uh, eventually needs West to do something for him. And it's one of those, like, if he doesn't do it, the whole world's going to end type situations. And it's, you know, Wes is trying to... Wes doesn't want to do anything. Like, he's he's hungover. He just wants to get out. And Gott is not letting him do that. And it quickly spirals from there. It's not a long movie. I think it's, what, an hour and 20 minutes? Not even.
2: Uh, it's like 79 minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It's 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 not... Long at all, nor does it have to be. Oh, by the way, Gott is uh played by J.K. Simmons. Well, which totally, f- yeah. Well, I, yeah, sorry, voice by because you can totally tell this was like a, an afterthought, like they Pulling had extra budget. call Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, One of the producers like, like, had a favor. Well, look, I
0: mean, they went through the trouble of getting J.K. Simmons in order to have his name on there. You may as well at least mention him,
2: yeah, right? I'm more so looking forward to the edits after this movie comes out where someone replaces his lines with his dialogue from Whiplash. That's that's what that's what I'm really waiting on. But or all also, state farm I, commercials. Yeah, but also also, um, how did I end somehow end up reviewing two shudder releases this year that are horror movies with apocalyptic settings going on? Oh, all taking place in just one setting because on I'm too? doing this. Yeah, yep. I was on the Revealer review. It's just like. Well, it's a
1: good huh. It's a good point. I mean, this definitely is a COVID movie. Like it's I was just yeah, you know, I was just one say dude that. in a single location by himself.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he, he gets somebody else for a little bit because you don't want it to be too boring. But yeah, no, it's a bottle movie regardless yeah. of COVID. <laughs> so...
1: And it, it works Yeah, like I, I like the camera work that they did because uh, at certain points, Wes, and at certain points, he's just placating got, you know, like gots like just prattling on about shit. And Wes thinks he's being sneaky and he opens the great diehard style and goes through an abnormally large air duct system. Um, and then when he pops out, the camera is tilted in a way and I knew what the gag was going to be right away. But the fact that they mm-hmm. did it.
2: I mean, it's very clever.
1: I mean, it's nothing new, but I feel like a lot of horror movies don't take visual uh, risks like that, even though nine times out of 10 they work and they just make your movie better. So to really feel like we were stuck in this space. I feel like the uh, DP uh, and the whole camera team did a really good job. Like, yeah, it was it was a boring, small space, but they did a good job, like creating this space and creating different corners of it so we didn't get too bored with the visuals
0: well and they they use lighting really effectively for that too oh, yeah because they do a lot of fun stuff with lighting because again you have a fairly limited location you got to do something to liven it up
1: the movie in general I I didn't like it at first but the more I thought about it I'm like you know what I did like it I definitely want to watch it again mm-hmm. but I, I'd say one of the best things this movie has
2: going for it is the visuals mm-hmm. uh, and the set design and the set deck. Yeah, the movie has good tension; it really does. And yeah, like you said, the camera work. I I, I do want to focus on like how they filmed the whole. Jesus Christ! Okay, I just realized. Um, how they photographed the whole. There's no good way of saying this. Um, do it. <laughs> how they? How they? God damn! It. how they filmed the glory hole, like, with pans and, like, you know, putting it in, like, medium shots and shit like it's an actual person. I really like mm-hmm. that. It really did help to convey the sense that, yes, this is another person or thing or whatever the fuck this thing is. I—yeah, J.K. Simmons does a really good job. He is— captivating as just a voice. And I got to give credit to Ryan Colotton as Wes, who does a very good job. Like, he's got to be the one on screen the most. And he's very captivating.
1: Yeah, bottle movies are hard, especially when you're the the lead actor or actress, especially in this situation where you're, you're acting in a space with a limited crew because it's probably COVID. And the director's probably shouting you know, all the lines of got off screen. So you really got to act like there's somebody in that glory hole stall, even though there's nobody there. I feel like he did a very good job, uh, at least convincing me that that was happening.
3: I agree with a lot of what's been said. I, I think ab- this movie is absolutely like a huge like technical achievement, especially given how low budget that it seems to be. Like I felt that a lot of the, the uh, CG and practical effects were, pretty gruesome at times. And uh, if you get squeamish, then this, this is definitely going to get you. And I I felt that that to me, like on a technical level, that's where I was, was most impressed with, with the, with the movie overall. And I think that uh, the filmmakers did an amazing job with all that stuff. It looked great.
1: Yeah. There's the, 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 I'll call it the explosion of goo. That's in the end of the second act. Like Mm -hmm. that was gory as hell. Like that was
2: awesome. That was just amazing. It, it was and a nice this, treat. Yeah, yeah, it was disturbing. It was almost as disturbing as seeing West just grab a bottle of Evan Williams and drink it straight out of the bottle in the middle of nowhere in the goddamn heat, like. Okay, I know I've done that before, but I was not that bad of an alcoholic that I drink straight out of a bottle. I had some fucking self-respect for the glassware I had. <laughs> I thought he
3: was going to down the entire thing, and I was like, holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah. What, no, he, me yeah, really like that
2: video you see of, that, of what I'm presuming to be a Russian or Romanian guy just chugging a fucking bottle of Jack Daniels and smashing it down.
0: Well... And considering that he leads the movie with so much of that, we I di- I was playing that game that I often do, crazy or creature, for a lot of this because I'm like it's just him, we have no clue. And then as things progress, you get more confirmation, one way or the other. As things get squishier and
2: yeah, and I do want to highlight Sylvia Grace Krim as Brenda the girlfriend mm-hmm. in this uh breakup in the what few scenes that we get of her she's honestly really good and you know when you talk about a character that's seldom saying you know when you do see him you know you hope they can uh you know, convey, you know, what's been said. And I thought she did a really good job both in the flashbacks and in the very clear hallucinations that Wes is having, be it hangover induced or because he's talking to presumably a god from another planet or something.
1: So this movie was directed by Rebecca McKendry, mm-hmm. and her husband was one of the writers, David Ian McKendry. I don't know her oh. work. She's
0: kind of awesome. Yeah. Is she? Yeah, she, uh, she seems like she, it. She used to work for Fango. She's she's part of a couple of different horror podcasts. Um, She's got, I mean, like she's she knows horror i mean this is not this isn't meant to be like some sort of i don't know equality thing she's she's actually got a lot of experience in and around filmmaking and horror so i was actually kind of that was a thing i didn't get into i was kind of excited to see that she was the director of this because i wanted to see what was going to happen
1: um i'd say she nailed it (laughs) yeah absolutely she's got another one coming out next year called elevator game and it also looks like it was written by her husband so I mean, I'm down for more mm-hmm. of this in general. Like,
2: oh, absolutely! What th- th- uh, this is a couple I would like to follow, definitely.
3: I I have to say, I guess maybe to be the dissenting voice a little bit more. That although there were a lot of things that I that I did like, like from a technical standpoint. I guess for me personally, I I feel like I never really connected with the main character, and I never really felt the tension as much because. I just, I, there was, there wasn't a point, And I think that, that, I mean, there's a reason for this that I, but there wasn't really a point that I necessarily liked him or felt that invested in what was going to happen to him. And I think because of that, I guess the tension didn't really hit me as hard throughout a lot of this. And while I do think this actor was good, I feel like he never, I, I don't think he reached that level to where I felt like he was really really nailing it and in a bottle film it's so it's so difficult because he I mean he is essentially the only actor throughout most of this movie and um, occasionally we have JK Simmons's voice but outside of that like it's 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 a tough sell and there were points where I thought he really nailed it and then other points not so much but I, I guess that I guess it was just the story itself I felt like kind of it, It's a short movie, but it did feel like it dragged a little bit for me personally. And I think that I was really excited to hear J.K. Simmons. But and I also felt a little mixed on his performance, too. I thought that there were times where he delivered what I would want to hear from a J.K. Simmons performance. And then other times it was a little bit like Hal 9000, like very detached. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And that was that felt like a clear influence. But I but with J.K. Simmons, I personally just kind of wanted more bombastic, more of the time. And I guess that it felt a little there were times where it felt a little phoned in uh, for me personally, although I did not did not hate it. Um, I just I felt that it was I kind of felt somewhere in the middle. I think I think I was a little more lukewarm
2: on this. The main thing I agree with Ryan on is the lead performance. I do find it a very good performance. But yeah, there wasn't that thing that really connected me. To him, like it was a good performance. It was a very captivating performance. Just not something I, uh, you know, I feel like. uh How can I relate to him? I mean, not how I would used to biologically, but <laughs> just more so, like, you know, who is he? And I will say, I didn't find him too interesting, you know, as a character enough until we get to the end. See, and I, I thought the end
1: was lame. <laughs> like, not not the whole end, but his his big twist felt forced. And I know earlier we talked about kind of how uh, we interpreted it. I I interpreted it in a different way. Um, but I just I, I it definitely felt abrupt, and I definitely I I think. And we, I feel like Lainey, we've had like one or two of these movies recently where they've been short like this, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, if it's going to be under ninety minutes, and it's this type of concept, maybe it should be like an actual short, or you know what I mean? Like, like a, or, or where's like- where's that happy medium of? You know, not yeah. a five-minute short film, but not a seventy-eight-minute short film.
0: More like a an ex like a segment in an anthology or something. Yeah, like an that anthology.
1: Where- like, and we talked about that before. Like an right. anthology series, which do exist. This felt like it could have been plopped into an anthology series rather than have its own single movie. But I'm not upset by that fact. Sure.
3: I yeah, I actually walked away thinking the same thing. I feel like I think it's a really fun story. I love the title. The title's wonderful. wonderful. <laughs> um, and I, I think that it would be it. Yeah, it would be great. I think it would be amazing as part of the anthology. But I just think that for the runtime, it felt like it felt like a really good, fun science fiction, like horror story. And that but I felt like it's, it's a short story and someone just kind of like uh, stretched it a little too much for my taste. And I, I think that a lot of the, the little issues that I had, I think I probably would be more forgiving if it was like a 30 minute little short as a part of like a, like a, like a series or something. But I, again, I don't want to take away from all the incredible things about it, which there clearly are uh, a lot of great things about this movie. I think that Shudder is making a lot of interesting stuff and I would definitely be very curious to see more from this filmmaker. I think that she has a great eye and this is such an interesting story. And it's, there are a lot of, there are a lot of really funny moments that made me laugh out loud. But I, I just feel like I I felt like such an outsider uh, with this story, and it it was more interesting and occasionally kind of funny than it was like investing. I didn't uh, the the horror and the gore and the you know the the brutal effects that they have. I, I just I, I was watching it more as like a like an interesting technical piece than I was invested in like emotionally in the story. And I think for that reason, I I. I think I could recommend this. If you have Shudder, I think it's worth checking out. But um, I it just it didn't really resonate that much with me. And I felt like I, I kind of wish J.K. Simmons was just uh, utilized a little bit better, at least for my, for my taste, because I love him so much. Um, I'm going to give this two out of five pints of blood.
2: Yeah, I found this movie very interesting on so many technical levels. Again, the filming of the glory hole as if it were an actual person which is the exact same way i would do it like i would actually you know frame it as like over the shoulder shots and you know and and all that because it really connects you and jk simmons is really good he he is and the cinematography and the special effects with all this tight constraint and what i'm sure was a tight budget Really do work, and I think that the director is definitely someone to look after. She is gonna do so many great things, but yeah, the main character not that compelling. I mean, the actor is it's a good performance, but the character itself not too interesting until we see what his real story is towards the end. But regardless, I did find myself entertained and captivated. So I'm going to give this eight out of 10 Backroom room booths. If you can't find a rest stop for your glory hole purposes, don't ask me how I know.
0: I have one word to describe this movie. Ew. <laughs> it's, it's gross in so many ways. And I kind of love the hell out of it. Um, I'm sure that there were budget constraints and time restraints and COVID restraints. And so I will have to say what I've seen here makes me really, really, really want to see what Rebecca McKendry can do without that level of restriction. Um, Maybe it'll be better. Maybe not. I don't know. But I'd be curious to see because what I've seen so far, uh, especially on a technical level, particularly with the visuals um, and to some degree, the sound uh, I'm pretty impressed with, Um, so I'm going to go a little higher than Ryan. I'm going to go 3.5 out of five human penises that will definitely not save the universe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Overall, you know, it's not a perfect horror movie, but I'm always more forgiving of a horror movie. If it's got a decent Mm -hmm. enough concept or a visual look and you know, this movie clicks a few boxes for me. So some people look at this movie and think it's stupid or like, for instance, I love this movie. Butt boy that came out a few years ago, <laughs> those guys are, are like are amazing. And this wasn't quite at that level, but it felt like in the same vein, I wish I could make movies like this. Mm-hmm. Like if you told me I could make, you know, B movie comedy horrors the rest of my life, I'd say sign me up. Yep. Like this. This would be a movie I'd be proud to have my name on even with all its flaws. Like, I think it's a very good outing for this group. And yeah, I, I agree with Lil Wayne. Hopefully the success continues. I'll say eight out of 10 blood floods. Got was a son, right?
0: That's the impression. You sort of, you're something comparable to that.
2: Yeah. yeah, I definitely got yeah, that. Vibe. Definitely an elder gods. Oh, most of, uh, he's like, son who doesn't want to run the family business he's wants to go off and me, you know be be with his friends in their band to, and yeah, i, like, say, I, I can't be like you god, dad god get <laughs> off my fucking case dad yeah sir i'm an eldritch horrid monster from the deepest darkest depths of imagination but i have dreams of my own
3: not quite my tempo dad